Hello, everyone. Welcome to the monologue. Yeah, new hat today, right? <laughs> uh, actually, I'm not supposed to be wearing this hat. It's actually supposed to be a gift, but I've lost my hat. So, um, for people who want to know why I wear a hat, it's, I don't really like looking like that. It's a personal preference here. So, let us go and get into it today. Steven Crowder, a guy whom many have been asking what happened to him and, and where he's going and what's going on. Um, from what I can ascertain, he his contract with the Blaze was up. Um, and they decided not to renew. And this is not to say bad about Glenn, Glenn Beck or anything, because I actually like the guy. Um, but he seems to ha have like these aces that comes around every so often. But when he gets the aces, he throws them away. Um, Steven Crowder is one of those people who, I'm sorry, but he brought in a sizable chunk of the Blaze subscribers because people would subscribe to the Blaze just to watch Mug Club. Now, the job offer from what was, from what I understand, he was offered a contract, $50 million, by the Daily Wire. And... People don't fully understand what contract is. This was an operational contract. This was not $50 million. Hey, I'm going to pay you $50 million a year. No. I'm going to give you $50 million a year, and you're going to have to pay your staff. You're going to have to do all your production. Everything. So, and then whatever's left is yours to keep. And that's where Stephen Crowder's like, okay, let me look into this. When you look into the itemized list of what was said... It's clear that the person who wrote it doesn't know Stephen Crowder. Which is why I'm actually going to say I don't think Ben Shapiro even wrote that contract up. Honestly, I think the contract was written by somebody who was intentionally trying to create a rift between the Daily Wire and Stephen Crowder. Now, the Daily Wire comes out and says, hey, that was our, you know, we did it. And we think it was very generous. Okay. Here's the thing, Twenty. the first penalty is a YouTube penalty. The YouTube penalty says that if you're demonetized, you lose 25%. 25% for demonetization on YouTube. Do these people know who Steven Crowder is? Steven Crowder hasn't made any monetization for the last three years. He got, he's the guy who built his entire media platform on shafting it to the liberals. He basically said, I don't care if you demonetize me at all. I'm still going to shaft you. And that's what he did. So whoever wrote the contract said, well, I'm going to penalize you 25%. Wait a minute. Are you trying to control Stephen Crowder? Because Stephen Crowder's job is to offend liberals. He's not to make nice with them. He is to be the anger arm of the, the right, if you will. Um, okay, good on him. Let's look at the other part, because if it was just 25%, that's one thing. But no, 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 no. There's another 20% pegged on it if the ad revenues go. If there's a boycott of ad revenues. That's 40, you're down to 45% now. You're down to half your operating budget. That doesn't include the Spotify and Apple 
and the ad revenues that come with them too, and that per platform, all in total, when you're done with it, the penalty is 110%. Geez, talk about you have to be silent. Now, Candace only comes out and says, well, okay, Candace, you work for the Daily Wire, so I kind of can't really, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure they, they bent you over a knee to, to make you say what you say. Um, Jordan Peterson, a man to whom I greatly I have great respect for, um, is part of the Daily Wire. Now, so far, they've been fair to him. Um and granted, he may be doing better because he doesn't get demonetized. Steven Crowder is the guy who built his platform to be like Milo Yiannopoulos. Milo Yiannopoulos, if you don't know who he is, was a gay white man who realized, oh, God wants me to be something else than taking it up the butt, so I'm going to go do this. And so ended up going becoming a straight man Joining a Catholic church, of all things, I think St. Joseph is what he joined, and was able to wake up to the fact that, no, wait, he's supposed to be hetero. He's not supposed to be gay. Personally, I think part of that just his desire to continue offending people, because the more people jump on the gay bandwagon and the LBGTQ&A and alphabet people, you know what? If you still want to piss them off, you have to be hetero. And maybe that's what Milo, Milo that's his working. <laughs> um, as he th- even said, he li- he delights in offending people. Yeah, in an insane world, offending people actually might be a good thing. Remember, the world will hate you. If you're a Christian, the world is going to hate you. Why? Because you love them anyway, despite everything they do to you. I don't mind telling somebody the truth and pissing them off. That's not a problem. My problem is is that they want me, they keep, let me put it this way. As a Christian, my job is simple. To love God and to love my neighbor. That's it. And as I love my neighbor, that means I'm going to tell them the truth. And if they can't handle the truth, as Jack Nicholson once said, um, then I'm not responsible for the way they behave. I'm not responsible for the way they act. Now, if they come to my house and try to shoot me, yeah, I'm going to fight because I'm a Texan. <laughs> That's part of my culture. That's part of who I am. You don't kick a man's door in and try to gun him down. That doesn't work very well. Expect a good, a good fight, um, especially in Texas. Now, I've kind of gone off on tangent about myself. I didn't mean to, but let's bring it back to reality for a little bit. <laughs> if that wasn't reality. Um, Stephen Crowder's platform is really built on offending liberals. And, and offending them in a good way. We're going to tell them the truth and let them squirm in their seat and, and record it. That's fun. That's why he did change my mind. Um, because it is fun to watch a liberal try to explain their stupidities. Um, because it's actually kind of amusing, you know, when a person says, there's no such thing as hate. He says there's no such, Stephen, says there's no such thing as hate speech. And a liberal comes out to try to defend their is, and then in themselves, 
stumble over their own words. And it's actually kind of fun to watch. Um, change my mind when it comes to Second Amendment rights. Do we have a right to defend yourself? Um, well, 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 well. Okay, whatever. You dumb liberals don't even seem to understand that. When you call the cops, they're not there in a second. They take eight to ten minutes to get there. Meanwhile, you're getting beaten to death by a criminal because you were there at home when they broke in. In fact, I, I'm going to tell you a tragic story. This is a story I was told. Um, there was a man in California. And I don't know if you guys been to California. I haven't been. I don't want to go because I'm afraid God, while I'm there, might go, hey, we're going to take the earth. No, stay away. Um, because I don't I don't want to be swallowed. But the fact of the matter is, I'm while I'm scared of earthquakes and being crushed by buildings, let's just get away from that for a second because that's a very uncomfortable thought. The simple fact is, you know, I, I say that and then I get, on, get on, on these weird tangents. Let's go back to the, the man in California. The man in California was ordered by the state, under law, to lock up his, gun, his gun, guns. And during that time that his guns are locked up, they're in a safe, okay? They're locked up, under key and everything. He puts the key on a pedestal. And if you're like me, you come home, you, th you throw your hat down, you, th you put your, your keys on the pedestal and everything else. It's just right by the door. It's very convenient to find everything you need right when you're on the way out. If he's like that, and I think he was, uh, he set his keys down. The key to the safe is on that set of keys. The safe is on the opposite side of the house, in the bedroom. Late in the middle of the night, a man breaks in. The kids scream. The man wakes up. Realizes he needs to get in the gun safe and can't because the keys are on the pedestal by the front door. He has to now make the trek across the house with a man in his house. And get this, he was armed with a pitchfork. You know what happened? The whole family was stabbed. With a pick fork. Bunch of the whole, the whole new terminology for American Gothic. But that's what really ended up happening. The kids were stabbed to death as the dad tried to fumble for the keys to get to the gun safe to shoot the intruder. Sadly, all four perished by stabbing with a pick fork. That's the liberal for you. Do you want to know what happens to liberals? If you put the, if, I swear, if you put the liberals on an island, they would go extinct. They're too, as my, my father-in-law would say, too stupid to live. Yeah, they're busy whacking the wieners off and uh, hacking healthy body parts off and uh, claiming that everybody's, you know, a spiritual, you know, here's the weird thing. There's one thing, there was a, um, uh, there was a psychotherapist who made the news recently. And she was talking about her son and how her kids have to be gender neutral. And I'm like, okay, it's getting bordering on child abuse, but let's keep talking. And she keeps revealing her most inner desire with is to 
transitioned all her kids out of whatever God made them. Okay? While claiming to say, well, we're all spiritual beings having a temporal experience. Right. Don't you think the reason for the body is to help you understand what you're going to be? But this is a psychotherapist. I think they only got half that right, which is psycho, uh, because she really was um, nuts. Because she was willing to harm her kids, hack off healthy body parts. There's nothing wrong with it, just whack it off. Hey, this kid was born with an extra umbilical cord. No, that's his penis. Stop it. That's the idiocy. That's the stupid women, uh, women, the stupid liberals, in this case it was a woman, who wanted to cut, take a knife and, you don't need that. It's that kind of stuff that makes me angry. It's not, it's not, it's, you ever heard the old, there's a phrase in Christianity that most people may misinterpret? Especially the liberals. If you're a liberal, you misinterpret this a whole bunch. And it's this. Hate the sin and not the sinner. I hate the sin. And the, and the sin is, is that this person is worshiping themselves. They put themselves in God's place and now are hurting other people. That's what bothers me. I love them. I think they could be smart if they grow a brain, but they don't. They don't learn. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who was a pastor during the World Wars, um, he came to America and was enamored with American uh, Christianity. He loved it. He the 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 amount of joy, the amount of of when when people would sing in the choir that it was heartfelt. And he, he lamented about this because he said there isn't this in Germany. And he decided that when Nazi, Nazism rose, that was why he left Germany for America, he realized that the only way to deal with Nazism was to push back. You can protest, you can even resist with force if necessary to stop the evil. So he left America was, was safe to go back to Nazi Germany. He became a resistance fighter, well, in some ways a resistance fighter, but rather he got involved in the operation to kill Hitler, Operation Valkyrie. People probably know it from the movie Tom Cruise, uh, Tom Cruise produced. I think he was the producer. Anyway, um, and he died on April 9th, 21 days before Germany surrendered in a concentration camp. But before he died, he lamented about something. And it's there, you can go find it, you can find the reference or, you know, on the internet. It's this reference that sets off the bells here. The evil person is not the most evil. When I read that statement, I was like, what? So I had to sit down and read what he was really getting at. It's not the evil person who's the most dangerous nor the most evil because they are known evil. He said the most evil person, the most dangerous kind of evil people are the stupid people. 
They are stupid because they're ignorant. They don't know what they know and therefore are easy to manipulate, easy to make do evil deeds. And it's how the evil people can manipulate them and everything to get them to do whatever they want them to do because they're stupid. Fast forward to today. What is happening in America? It's the national, it's the, literally the national dumbing down of the American children. Why? Because a nation of idiots is the most dangerous nation on the planet and can be used by any evil people, anybody that's evil, to do whatever evil wants to do. Make them think they're smart even though they are incredibly dumb. Make the stupid people smart. Make the smart people stupid. Well, actually, I think the, 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 it would be a more accurate representation to say, well, I take the idiot and put him at the, hot, the, tire, the highest part of the land so that he's manipulated by evil people. And then for all the people who are smart, who are intelligent, who cannot not read a book, who, and when I say not read a book, I'm talking about reading books you know, 12 Rules for Life. Uh, I have a couple just behind me on this bookshelf here. Uh, Eric Tekmek, Seven Men. Uh, let's see, I have a couple Bibles over there. Happy, Happy, Happy. Uh, Tactics. Uh, Courageous Faith. I mean, these are uh, uh, Financial Peace. These are books um, that I, you know, in my personal, I read them. But not everybody does. Everybody, you know, some people are, oh, I'm going to read this erotica. Don't you think it's better than reading and whacking a parrot? Don't you think there's something else to do besides spanking your monkey? As you can probably guess, this might not be on YouTube. Or if it is, it's certainly going to be demonetized. But the stupid people are the most dangerous people because they can be manipulated by evil to do wicked deeds. That's what's happening in America. We're not only becoming the fattest nation on the world on the, on the world stage, we're also becoming the dumbest nation on the world stage. And we're doing that by elevating the stupid, or rather promoting mediocrity. Here's what I got in trouble for. Um, and this was a long time ago. I, I didn't get in trouble on YouTube, per se. Um, I got in trouble elsewhere. I'm not going to say where, uh, because I don't even think they're in business anymore. But I got in trouble for suggesting that the best way forward for our educational system was to not have a teacher's union or anything, but simply have it based on merit, one, and two, you get rid of the A, B, C, D, E, F, whatever, you know, the grading system. The A, the B, the C, the D, the F. Wait a minute, what happened to the E? Well, E means excellent, so we can't put that one in there. Right, so we skip over it. Okay. Here's the simple, pass or fail. This way, your student has no freaking idea how hard they have to work to pass the grade. Can you imagine if you didn't have a grading system? Because a lot of kids, what happens, and I guarantee you, I was one of those kids, so I know this works because <laughs> I did it. You did just enough work to get that C because you knew that was a passing grade. You didn't care if it went to a B or an A. 
You didn't care if it went to a D. Uh, maybe because they started lowering the standard. They instead of C is passing, but now it's D. Soon F will be passing. What are they going to put under F, I wonder? I don't know. The simple, if you got rid of all of that and simply just said pass or fail, you, the teacher, could define what pass or fail is. And if that were the case, I'd make sure A, <laughs> A, that's it. There is no other. You either excel or not at all. There I, I mean, that's, well, that's not fair. There's some people who are stupid. Right, they're stupid. They need to be told they're stupid. That maybe they'll lift themselves up out of the stupidity that they're in. Somebody just tell them they're stupid. But like I said, the stupid people are the most dangerous people. And according to Bonhoeffer, the reason is, is because you could tell them the truth and they're going to go, oh. it'll pass before their eyes and they won't hold on to any of it. It's pointless to argue with a stupid person too. This is why my grand, my father-in-law tells me there are some people in life who are too stupid to live. And his translation, <laughs> if you're a military guy, you know what that means. You don't want to be in the trenches with the guy. You don't want to be in a firefight with that guy. In fact, in fact, he's the guy you send out to be the hero, and you send medals home to the parents. <laughs> That's the guy. Because he's too stupid to think and reason and say, maybe I shouldn't play the hero. In fact, there are two types of people you got to worry about in the military. The hero, the wannabe, the wannabe heroes who are all for glory. Yeah, that's a good way to get killed. Secondly, it's the stupid guy. I'm going to fumble with this grenade see what happens. Oh, the pin fell out. Hey, let me get down. Well, that was all him. He's dead now. So, I've gone off on this tangent. I can tell I have, and it's been a while since I've gotten back to the Steven Crowder bit. But... Or the transgender bit. Let's get back to the transgender woman who insists, insists that her kids are transgender and must cut off healthy body parts. Uh, kind of reminds me of a horror movie I saw once. I can't even remember the name of the movie. Anyway, um, the transgender woman or transgender psychologist. I mean, the weird thing is she's not even transgender. She just buys the, the transgender ideology. And that's what it is. It's ideas. It's ideas. And unless they're discredited, they're going to ruin the whole nation. Speaking of whole nation, let's talk about what happened in my neck of the woods. This is get this gets freaky. A man, and I, I remember uh, learning about this, and this happened a, long, a while back. A man named Younger. I don't, I'm, I, because of... Because I want to protect their anonymity, I'm not going to tell you their first names. Just because people, they'll go look it up. Just You can look it up yourself if you want to. But a father had his kid taken away because a woman was transgendering her son. In Texas, of all places. I didn't think we'd put up with that kind of nonsense. I thought we would shoot him. But apparently she is a doctor... And her doctor friends worked to protect her. Instead of protecting the interest of a child, they protected her. Instead of protecting uh, the, you know, the child who's, who, the boy who's saying, I am a boy, I am a boy. 
And the mother doesn't say, I don't care, you're a girl. He would actually be punished for if, if he did anything outside a girl thing. And she would also, they had daughters apparently, uh, made sure that the daughters only knew women. So when the dad finally had to take over the daughter, the daughters were completely baffled by why this man can run faster than them. Because they'd never been exposed to it. Then they were over 10 years, I think 10 or 12 years old. It's insane. The woman gets custody of the son and disses the daughters. And what is she doing with the son? All right, he's hacking body parts off the guy, giving him, what's this? Hormone replacement therapy. What? In Texas this happened. The woman, <coughs> the woman was allowed to flee Texas to California. Where is she going to be able to be protected because she probably knows that a bunch of Texans would be like, we'll take care of that. Mm-hmm. We know how to take care of that from a hundred yards. <laughs> Actually, if you're a Texan, you know you can shoot much, much better than a hundred yards. You know that you get off on shooting long range, especially over that mile. A lot of Texans are like that. Probably because we grew up in the bush, we know what it's like, and uh, there's a lot of bush out here. But... It's kind of disturb. It is disturbing that a person in Texas could push this god awful ideology, and then torment her kids with it. There's a book called Harry Met When Harry Became Sally. It is the most tragic story I've read. And it happened. It was in a literal happened. It, and the person that it happened to, he committed suicide. The boy who was supposed to be raised as a boy became a girl and then whacked himself. Why are we not surprised? The alphabet people have a suicide rate of uh, transgender, so we're going to go ahead and separate them. Um, they have a suicide rate of 42%. The only one that has a close to that kind of rate of suicide are bimanic manic bipolar disorder people. People who have bipolar that's the only one. Or paranoid schizophrenia, from what I understand. Those are the two closest in terms of the whacking themselves. Is either you're extremely bipolar or you're schizophrenic and you just don't know you did it. Hello? What do you think body dysmorphia is? Now, here's the thing that I'm going to get into this just a little bit and then we're going to sign off here. These transgender people have subscribed to an ideology that is a mental illness. Now, I get the lure, if you will. I understand the lure of this, okay? It is the same thing that if a person goes before a mirror and he thinks he's too lanky, goes to the gym and bulks up to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Rick Purnell, uh, who passed away, by the way, um, because he sees himself as getting and scrawny and, and not very big. I understand that. That's a form, you know, in some ways, some people would say bodybuilding and, and, and trying to be as big as possible is a form of mental illness. And maybe it is. I don't know. I, I really haven't looked into it. I mean, I myself, because I wanted to look good for the girl, actually put on some muscle. I wasn't really scrawny, but... 
I didn't look. I didn't have anything to show for it either. Um, but after I learned get something to show for it, that's when I did. Um, I should have silenced my phone before I started all this. But let's go ahead and get into this real quick, and that is um, the person that a bodybuilder. There's nothing wrong with bodybuilding. Okay, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, there is, however, something wrong with, let's see, did I turn off my phone? I think I did. All right. Um, there is something wrong, however, if you go look in front of the mirror and you see something completely different, you walk in front of the mirror, I'm a Chinese woman. What? And let's say you're not, you're an African-American male, African-American male thinking he's a Chinese woman. Hello, that's a clear case that you're in delusional land. Now, some people would say, well, that's a muscle. But, you know, the lure is, this is the lure. They want you to compare bodybuilding or wanting to look fit or trim or tone. They want you to think that is what transgenderism is. So I want to be healthy. I don't want the saggy... The saggy breast, I don't want the, the fat, I, I want my butt to look big, or whatever have you. And you know what, guys? There are some people out there that you can ask the question, and I'm not even going to ask that question, but you get the point. They want you to think about transgenderism as not a mental disorder, but just, just a simple lifestyle fashion. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> Let me put it this way in layman terms. There is a, I'm, I'm going to give you five cases, okay? And I'm going to fire them off one at a time. And I will separate this from the video so that people can just hear the case itself. And decide for themselves this transgenderism is okay. The first one is, and here's the case. Case number one. A man is in a state hospital because he has paranoid schizophrenia and truly believes himself to be a werewolf. He rips his clothes off and howls at the moon, so to speak, every night because he genuinely believes he's a werewolf. Okay, he's in a mental institution. Everybody's, all right, here's the problem. His belief system, he believes he's a mythical creature. And we know mythical creatures are myth. All right, so that's case number one. Case number two, a man is giving a lecture when he suffers a contusion uh, due to a fall, I would say stroke. Um, and because his lecture was on Marie Antoinette, or actually, no, I'm sorry, I got the case out of order, but this is the third case. But the second, I'm going to go ahead and back that up a little bit. The second case, the second case is a uh, a man with short stature, a man who's five feet maybe, and he's a, a history buff, and he has an accident. And in the accident, part of his brain gets scrambled, and he comes in and genuinely believes he is Napoleon Bonaparte. Bonaparte. Now... What's wrong with this individual? Well, this individual who believes himself to be Napoleon Bonaparte is now believing himself to be a historical figure. 
Okay, we know Napoleon Bonaparte. We already saw what he did with the Napoleonic War. Okay. So, now you have two. You have one. The first case is a mythical creature. The second one is a historical figure. Third case person. A man is giving a lecture, suffers a contusion, and wakes up believing he is Marie Antoinette because that was the subject he was talking about before he had his injury. Now, obviously, he will make a recovery and re regain his sanity. But for the temporary time, he is Marie Antoinette, which is a historical figure in the wrong gender. Okay? Now, here, let's look at number four. Number four is, a, is an interesting case. It involved a woman. And she is generally... Uh, I, think, I think that was case number five. But the woman believes herself uh, she has a PTSD disorder. She's PTSD from the war zones in Iraq. She comes back, she can't cope with it, and starts having uh, a split personality disorder. Her mind slowly transforms into her one of her unit commanders who she lost during the battle. And so at, over time that persona takes over and so what ends up happening is She's now acting as if she is a he and is the unit, okay? So that's another form of body uh, misidentification. She's misidentifying herself because she has a foot personality. All of these are treatable. Now, there is one case I left out because I just can't recall it. But each one of these cases were state institutional, institutionalized hospitalization and each one made a recovery, eventually. Uh, I don't think the werewolf guy did, but um, you get the point. Here's my question to all the people out there. Is transgenderism a mental illness? How do I separate what the transgender ideology is from somebody suffering from body dysmorphia with a tendency towards self-mutilation? The answer, you can't. Because gendered body dysmorphia means I look at myself in the mirror and I misidentify myself. It's a neurological condition. You look at yourself in the mirror and you think you're the opposite sex. That's misidentification. You're looking and you're delusional. You're living in a delusional state. Your mind thinks you something. It, your mind is telling you that your eyes are lying to you. The transgender ideology, the whole premise, the whole way it sets up, here's how it sets up. Let's overturn reality for fantasy. Hey, I got news for you. The whole mental health profession would have to be obliterated and rebuilt from the ground up if, they, if the transgender people were right. Because psychology is all about Getting people back to reality. Getting the, the anorexic woman to start eating and not vomit, you know. To go from anorexia to bulimia, no. You know, any true psychologist knows that you don't affirm anybody's delusional state. Okay? 
Maybe the depressed person truly has a reason to be depressed, or maybe he thinks a lie. Now, I've, I've got a story I'm going to tell later, and it's based out of a psychiatry book I have back on my, my shelf, um, of about a man who generally came back from, with PTSD from the war, all because he believed a lie. The moment he stopped believing the lie, the moment it all cleared up. He turned into a sobbing mess when he realized when he saw the lie, when he realized he had been had, that he misinterpreted everything. That's right there, the, the meat and heart of this thing. When it comes to psychology, the whole premise of a psychologist is to help you come back to reality. No, you're n sir, sir, you're not a girl. You're not a Miami pansy. You can be like your dad. Because actually most people don't realize this, but most people who are transgendered, they have a mental disorder, and it's part, part of it is gender dysphoria, uh, or body misidentification, uh, I think is what they call it, gender identity disorder. Um, and that might be an older term, but... They have that problem. It's in their brain. They are living in a state of delusion. That is a delusional state. It is no different than believing themselves to be a mythical creature. Hey, werewolf, go bite somebody. Okay. No, not them. That's the problem. If they want to, their ideology to succeed, they're going to have to destroy all of psychology. Uh, yeah, South Sigmund Freud died. That's probably not going to go very well. Oh, wait a minute. That's what the whole sexual revolution is about, too. It bothers me that people, like what's happening to younger, the younger families um, and the psychotherapists, notice I kind of left a little pause between them, psycho. Um, they want to hack body parts off of healthy people. Um, and it's an industry, it's a, you know, money to be had, money to be made, and it keeps the psychologists from admitting that, you know what, there's an increase of mental illness and we need to build more asylum for the stupid people. You know, they don't, they're, they're getting lazy in psychiatry. It's better to just let them believe their delusions than to treat them. And, and the, the, Alphabet people will tell you, well, um, you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a mental illness. Okay, anybody that takes their own life has a mental illness. Suicide is a mental illness. Transgenderism is a mental illness. Homosexuality, I know this is controversial, mental illness. People have to start waking up. And they're not going to wake up so long as people ain't willing to tell them the truth. As a man, I have natural desires. Those natural desires are for women. But when it runs amok, guess what that leads to? Adultery. Pornography. And then the next thing you know, especially if, you, if a lot of people are experiencing pornography addiction, you probably understand this particular bit. Uh, you, you're, you're, because you're all about novelty, you're going to search things that you never would. Things that don't line up with who you are, and it gets really freaky at times. So, just, 
let you know, don't go down that rabbit hole if you can. Just like don't drink alcohol too much to excess because then you get hooked on it. You can't get off. Um, but I'm thinking of getting off. I am going to get off because I've got work to do today. I've got a lot. Uh, I'm burning daylight and I got a lot, not a whole lot of time to get it done. So if you guys did like this video, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button. Let's fight the YouTube algorithms and all their garbage. Um, yes, this will be on YouTube and Rumble. I'm pretty sure this might get pulled off YouTube anyway. Um, <laughs> and as usual, I am also on Locals and Patreon. But, uh, yeah. I hope you guys did enjoy this video. Good night.